This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. Hey, well, I got. I feel like I'm trying to make it a quick conversation because we've already kind of touched on it a little bit. Uh, the uh, the docu series from Ava, you know, what I'm saying when they see us about the Central Park Five, but we just had a conversation about money and finances. So I got kind of just two quick questions. The uh, first question I'm, I'm gonna ask. Somebody. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. You breaking all type of protocol? Do you hear this, man? Are you gonna what? What chop is this, my brother? What? What is this? What are we listening uh, it's, to? It's really. I mean. I mean. I guess we can call it the quick conscious chop. The quick conscious chop. Modified. Yeah. The quick conscious. Yeah. Yeah. But because I think because yeah, me and you didn't really have our conversation how we usually had, and literally both of the like. Like I was gonna talk about everything, talking about little. It's I all had, good. I had comments, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just gonna make it a little, a little, a little way to end. You know what yeah. I'm so what we know about the Central Park Five is that they were rewarded 41 million dollars from you know what I'm saying by the uh, city of New York. You know what I'm saying? And we know that uh, uh, well, if I didn't know, you know that recently the Central Park Five has went, tried to file for another lawsuit to ask for another 52 million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because we just have a conversation about finances and black people, uh, my first question is uh, how much money do you think they should be rewarded? Though I understand that it's hard to put a dollar amount or monetize someone's trauma or pain or experience. But if we have to be realistic, how much money do you think they should be rewarded for, you know what I'm saying, what they had experienced? As much as available. As much as based on the way the law is codified and written on the books and the way that people can argue and advocate for them to get give it to them. Mm -hmm. Why not? Reparation. I mean, 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 let's like, okay, we got to start from the standpoint of, you know, it's it's city money and state money, wherever they get the money from. And they can fuck around and go broke. You know what I mean? May not be able to play state employees. Stop doing bad job. I mean, but you can't say that because, like, the state employees are a lot of niggas, too. You feel me? Marquis so, like, said $5 billion. I believe so. That's what I'm going with. It looks like Marquis said, like, like you make it, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> $5 billion. But that's the way get, like, where is it? We deserve to have $5 billion. And listen, this, so this is, this is what's <laughs> fucked up about it. So New York is going gonna, is gonna to try to pull $5 billion out their ass, and niggas is going to look at them like, that's only y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all figure that shit out. You feel me? They got it. They got it. You think the city of New York got $5 million to come up off of? Yeah. You crazy. You got your... I mean, I don't think they have $5 billion. <laughs> I think they got the, these other couple million. They been the 52. I know they got the 52. They got 5 billion. They come off 5 billion. They should, I mean, reason to be... They got dollars in their city. Yeah. I mean, it's, it should be life-changing, right? It should be life-changing. Jada said, break the bank. Cash them out. Yeah. Damn right. Cash them out. It, it should be it should be life changing, and a certain amount of money is excessive. Because Toya and I was talking about how uh, Bill, uh, not Bill Gates, but uh, Jeff Bezos, his wife, uh, he gave you know his wife gave me. like half of her seven billion dollar shit to charity. Yeah, and she's still gonna be good for the rest of her yeah, life. And then some. You know what I'm saying? Time. So it's like I think I feel like a hundred mil. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a hundred mil is what it is. That'll be uh, that's the that's the decent amount. Okay. Not okay, all at so once, but phase it out. Yeah, if they do it, if they do it all at once, they'll break the city. But if they phase yeah, it out every day, give them a new change. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You should be alright. Yeah, so, so, so my final question, and like I set this up a little bit, 
So what we know is that Linda Fairstein was already a prosecutor in the sexual assault, sexual violence, you know what I'm saying? department before the case. Yeah, she was already in SDU literally before, you know what I'm saying, the case happened. But what we know that after the, the Central Five Park case happened, she launched her book career. And she wrote a memoir. You know, she uh, wrote a whole, uh, she literally started a book series where she literally now has a career in writing. Uh, my question, because you're talking about money, you know, uh, what do y'all think she should do with her money? And I guess it really is two questions. If is, is, is my second question is there anything legally that you can force her to do with her money, given what's how she has? You know, Nigga, she did her job. No, no, nah. she Agreed. she did her job. Like you gotta understand, Agreed. like what? And that's why I, w- I want to point out here that what happened to the what happened to the niggas job. in the central what happened to the niggas in the Central Park Five was not unique. It was literally the paradigm of policing in the nineties. You feel me? Cause that's the thing. If we able to, cause if we get, that's why I said, if we get in Linda, Lisa Faustin, Ash, every, all, but look at all them prosecutors in in, in New York in the nineties and how they was getting shit, coerced um, um, interrogations and coerced confessions and shit was hey, was status quo. Because 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 I've been thinking this the whole time for this Linda Fair team stuff. I've been thinking about this. Being paid. I know it's very very paid. I say that. But anybody I see talking shit about Linda Fairstein or Council Linda Fairstein that was getting mad at me for talking about, you know what I'm saying, uh, Kamala Harris, they need to really do some shit. Because, you know, their prosecutors, they get high, how good they do their job is predicated off their conviction rate. So, you know what I'm saying? She did a job. Yeah. And she knew that if she let that, she lost the case, that would make her, like, she not doing her job. You know what I'm saying? All right, let me get him so up. It's just like, you know. I mean, but, that's but, when you when you watch that first episode of when they see us, you the, how she works. It, it's partially racially malicious, but you it, it's racially malicious like how she calls them animals and these punks and these uh, just all types of. There's even racial epithets used against Latin, Latino people, right? Like so, it's all yeah. types in there, but you can tell it's not deeply ingrained in her or uniquely, but it's how they talk at the time, right? You could tell a lot of her intensity and in getting these kids and finding out who raped this woman or whatever is very muchly attached to her job and her credibility and her nailing the people who did it for the sake of, you know what I'm saying, like her credibility with the job and not completely racist. Now, I'm not saying you can disconnect those particular thing because, things because when you live or, or function in a, a system and structure like policing, you elevate yourself through the subjugation of black and bright bodies in particular. However, it was very muchly motivated by her desire to want to do good at her job. Okay, so it's not gonna be quick. I can see it's not gonna be quick, y'all. Well, right but now. look, well, let me because I, I want to respond to everybody's. You know, what I'm saying now questioning the whole because Marquis said it was a bad take. So let me check this nigga real quick. Check this out. When I say it was her job, her job is to get a conviction. You feel me? Yeah. Regardless, look, James Harden's job is to get to get to that get to that foul line. No, how he get to that foul line is how he get to that foul line. If he shoot and kick his leg out, if he throw his body all up, if he do some wild shit, it, all he want to do is shoot fouls. Linda, like Linda Farstein, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. her job was it was a high profile case, and they wanted a conviction. That's it, right? The community wanted to feel better. Like her job Safer. is to make sure exactly. Her job was to make sure that the community felt like that these dangerous killers were off the street, and she did that shit. You feel me? So it's like the it's a statistic. You know what I'm saying? Her job is to get stats, and that's what she did. Yeah. yeah. 
And there's no moral compass tied into how she get those conviction rates. She don't get to say I had an 88 conviction rate in the other 12 because I had the moral, the, you know what I'm saying, the ethical conviction to be like, no, this is wrong and they're actually innocent. Like, no, nah, that don't happen. You come and across the, you, if I see this person versus state or city of New York, I'm coming for your ass. And, and also, remember, the point, what I really want people to take away from this part, from the quick conscious chop, is that this is not a unique form. Like, this this wasn't a, a unique form of policing. Mm-hmm. The only reason we know about it and, and we talking about it the way we are now is because it was a high, it was a higher profile case. But again, the way that they treated these niggas is how they treated all niggas. Mm-hmm. You know you did this shit. You feel me? This is like the, the, the wrongful convictions. This ain't the first story that we didn't heard of that they got that, that got overturned, right? Think about all the DNA evidence that's coming back. You feel me? Motherfuckers recanting their story. It's the 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 uh the the trope of this nigga shouldn't be in jail, you feel me? But he just spent fifteen hey, years in jail. Hey, it's just as common hey, uh, as niggas getting killed. Marquise just uh went went and uh, got one of the rules for the prosecutor. And uh, it's a lot to read, but he said she did none of the below, and that's what oath she took. So she broke oath, is what he's saying, based on the rule. But uh, I think, but, but I think even giving that rule without even reading that rule, though, Marquis, I still think that like it doesn't disagree with nothing we've said in terms of the 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 the, the job of the prosecutor is to get the conviction right and get the the, the, the whoever who, whoever the defendant is prosecuted, which means guilty. Which is that? That's kind of what the Kobe said, but in more in more shielded, not shielded language, but in language that relates to our our criticisms of the anti blackness the anti blackness in policing and within the law, which is she had a duty to uphold and enforce whiteness, and she did it. And she did it. Like did it. that was her job above all, right? Above anything else. Like, come on, nigga. Even though that's not the words that she says or the, yeah. the anything that she signed her name next to, that's your job, and she did that. Yeah, he know that shit. Because because because, because I do think that is the more grotesque parts of this case is that we were able to literally see that they kind of broke protocol and how they and how we know everybody else. You know what I'm saying? It's supposed to do it in terms of being like, damn, we got evidence, but the evidence don't trump the 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 the, the, the actual. You know what I'm saying? Confession. I have a question. Hey, Toya, are cops supposed to shoot people? Hell no. Are they supposed to shoot people? Yeah. Are they so? I think that's a really bad question because they have guns. Is, is so that supposed to be initial? Supposed to is, that, is that supposed to be an initial reaction? Are they supposed to shoot people as quickly as they shoot niggas? No. They know. That's why none of them guidelines, protocols, all of that shit is there to protect themselves, to say, to protect the institutions, right? Because then you could detach the, you could detach the bad cop. Right, right. You You could detach the bad prosecutor from, you know what I'm saying, doing what they did, but hey. They still got that conviction though. Well, it mattered. Because in the 90s, it was an important conviction. Yeah, we did it. In the more progressive 2019s, oh my God, we can't believe we allowed this to happen. Linda Forstein, publisher, knew who the fuck she was when she, when she, like, since 2000. They got out of jail like 2004. Mm -hmm. 2002. They got 2002. Right, so it's 2019. They've been out for 12 years. You feel me? I feel you on this part where it's like Linda Forstein had already wrote a memoir, wrote a, a, a special in like New York Times for 2017 saying that though. They were exonerated because DNA. She still believes that they had something to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Because she, 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 in her whole heart, believes that it wasn't done by one person. 
You know what I'm saying? Then I read another, you know what I'm saying, interview from the actual woman, you know what I'm saying, that, that got raped. And she said, she, you know what I'm saying, that people always tell her that it's a blessing and she don't remember what happened and this, that, and the other. And even she says that she's glad that the state of New York finally released the public record because it showed that there were no wrongdoings on the DA or the police or the police part. And that though she was not able to remember it, she does believe that whoever, that whoever did it wasn't by one person. That what happened to her wasn't done by one person. Like, but that, see, that's the whole shit. Like, you, you keep saying that it wasn't done by one person, but still, bitch, there's no indication that it was these niggas that did that shit. You know what but, I mean? But so, yeah, but y'all see how uh, Linda Fairstein already had doubled down on what she said before this documentary took place. And to your point, Dominique, and to your point, Tyler, Toy, I think that when you make you made this point about the R. Kelly stuff, where it was like, we've been doing this shit, but now y'all want to pull y'all records. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this has been a public record in terms of the institutions that were supporting her and the nonprofit organizations that were supporting her. Like, y'all been doing this shit. But y'all still let her be on the board. It's not until, you know what I'm saying? But I think also to the conversation I had with Damo a little bit too, and I think this is the last thing I say on it, is that we know that slavery was, you know what I'm saying, was, 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 was crazy and was brutal and was ugly. But I know, I can speak, I feel like I can speak for Damo and I can speak for me, that when we started actually reading like Afro-pessimism and Celia Hardman and reading like, you know what I'm saying, uh, journals and diaries from slavery, from slavery and started really being able to see the real grotesqueness and like the real like intricacies and details of how that brutality happened. It really be is like, damn, slavery was fucked up. You knew it was fucked up, but we didn't know it was that fucked You know what I'm saying? I think that for a lot of people, the Central Park Five thing has been like, damn, we knew they got over on them boys. But we ain't know they got on the boys like that. And I think that that's, you know what I'm saying, being conscious, you feel me, in terms of trying to be like like progressive about how we're thinking about it. I think that's what is for some people. Like, I knew, I knew the boys got fucked over, got, you know what I'm saying, got un- unjustly convicted. But I didn't realize they got over them like that, that it was it was that obvious and this, that, and the other, and this, that, and the other. I know for me, when I read about slavery, that's how I felt. I, I love conscious shock. Yeah, my last thing is I just say, uh, just it shouldn't be they did them boys. It should be them. They did niggas. Like that was how they did niggas. So, all right. I mean, sign of the times. The the Kobe says it best. You have a prosecutor who needs those convictions at that time. Clinton's crime law and a social backing of systemic racism in NYC proper. So all so, the, the 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 perfect storm. The recipe. For what we see on when they see us, I won't necessarily tell y'all to go run and go watch that, but it'll be on your queue. It's a Netflix original, so I, I definitely know it won't be bouncing out anytime soon. If you are interested in hearing about how this story unfolds and kind of some of the nitty gritty twists and turns of this particular story, check it out because it's something else. Yeah, real quick. Uh, I think we've come to the end of the road. Before I let y'all go, I want to remind y'all that we had to, you know, some technical difficulties last week, but that didn't stop us. Me and Dominique Dominique went ahead and recorded an episode, even though George had some other business to handle. We recorded it just with us. We we did it old school without the whole live situation. So go check out the new episodes uh, that are up now. I think 5Q. Is one where me and Dominique just go back and forth, five questions, five answers, a little Q and A that you know we we really I would love to hear some of y'all responses to some of the questions uh, too on any of the places that the chop up is posted. Uh, but then the second section was uh, who you pray to, uh, which was a conversation about spirituality and kind of what if anything we believe, why we believe it, well, how that shifted and changed over the course of our lives. Man. Okay, yeah. So. 
Like we, delusions of grandeur. Delusions of grandeur, right? Uh, there have been reports that uh, racism and discrimination are down in this country since specifically Donald Trump has been elected. I call it poppycock. I call it balderdash. <laughs> I call it complete and utter bullshit. But Dominique has articles to, to justify this particular perspective. And then we also look at the unemployment level for black people in this country and um, the ways that we, uh, as probably anticipated are not growing alongside the rates of employment for white people even though we have an uh, a, a, a economy and a job market that uh, is boasting of the highest growth. unemployment and growth uh, highest decrease or most a, a huge decrease in unemployment and watch, a great growth in the amount of uh, jobs that are available. Watch, watch this yeah. shit or listen to it. Yeah, Check it out. <laughs> Check it listen out. Listen to it, y'all. Y'all know what you're it's talking all, about. It's all types of shit up there. Uh, go check it out. Y'all, we've been seeing the numbers jumping up too. Where can they find it? Uh, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, on Blog Talk Radio, on Stitcher Radio. Google the chop up. You'll definitely see the big red X. If you see the red X, you know you're talking about us. You feel me? Chopped up and yeah. never slopped up, by the way. Chopped you up did. and never slopped yeah. up. Right. Hey, so we're going to go ahead and get out of here. You know, we got shit to do. You know what I'm saying? Toya will be traveling yeah. tomorrow. Shout out to uh, Rutgers University debate team. The bad, the B-A-D, the badass tournament. The badass in the building. It's, uh, it's coming up. So, yeah, hey. shout out. Hey, shout out. Too. I won't. Are we gonna be? I don't, I don't know if y'all gonna still do it next week, but I'll be on vacation next week in Mexico. So I'm, I will not be for Thursday. I'm going to be getting ready to go to vacation in New Orleans. So, yes. So, if she's here, we'll be doing it. But if I'm not available, I'll we still won't be doing it by my damn You'll have Dominique chop up. It'll be the straight political chop. The political chop take over. Get ready. Y'all may not even want him to come back. It'd be like that sometimes. Who knows? I'm going to say my last little word on the concert shop and then it'll be gone. You know what I'm saying? done with the chop. Nah, you ain't never done with the concert shop. always chop, chop, chopping consciously, baby. You know what I'm saying? What you got for us, Lee? Hey, just simple. Tibbs and Woods, the professors, they professors at Drexel College, you know what I'm saying? They said some shit, you feel me? They said, when we focus on spectacular events of, of, of legal violence, it literally camouflages the everyday mundane experiences of the law. And I think that's pretty much what Dominique been saying throughout this whole entire segment. And you know, kind of actually, actually that's where I got that from. Temple. That's actually where I got that from. To be able to do, you know what I'm saying? Just keep that in mind. Every time we focus on a real spectacle, a real like, spectacular instance of violence, it literally trades off for kind of how it uh, be the everyday instances of violence that we go through that people don't talk about. So every time we talk about these little boys, there's like a whole bunch of little boys that's nameless that go through this. And every time we talk about these trans, this particular trans woman, this particular black trans woman, is like a whole bunch of nameless black trans women that go, you know what I'm saying? Through that same shit. So just keep that in mind constantly, man. Think globally, act locally. Hey. 1,000%. Appreciate y'all for joining us. You feel me? This has been the Chop Up. We out. We have to stop. Peace. Yeah.